Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. This is a Friday episode. So I am sharing a review with you before we kick into the episode. This one is by Robert Kerbeck and his episode is coming up in the next couple of weeks. His story is amazing. Honestly, it's fantastic. And I read his book as well. Just the connections and everything that he had and how crazy his story is, is so, so worth listening to. So Robert says, heartfelt podcast. Marsha is a pros pro, extremely well-prepared and asked thoughtful and insightful questions. I highly recommend her podcast for both listeners and guests. So thank you so much, Robert. And I cannot wait for you to hear his episode when it goes live. All right. So Friday episode. This is a very personal one that I'm going to share. So I recently released an episode. It is number 541 with Brandon Puffer and his story is, it's so good. It's so good. Um, And it just came out, but I've done, I've probably recorded 575 episodes for this show and If you're an avid listener of the show, you know my very last question is, what lesson in life are you most grateful for? And the reason that I ask that question is because it's an interesting experience that almost every single one of the guests that I've had, and myself included, that we are able to look at some of the worst experiences of our life and see that we can have some gratitude for them. Now, before you jump all over this, do I wish I could have learned my lessons any other way than the way I did? 100%. 100%. Do I wish I didn't have to walk through all of those incredibly difficult years with my kids? Yes, of course. But I didn't. And it's done. And it's a fact. And I know that I'm not, I am the person I am today because I walked through it. So that's the heart of that question. And almost every single time I get the response that I am grateful for what I walked through in some way, shape, or form. And so I find it fascinating because there are sometimes we're stuck in such a cycle of anger over what we're walking through. Yet here we are interviewing people who have come through something so horrific and they are still able to find gratitude in those pieces. I do that because I hope it gives you hope as you are walking through some of these difficult times. But again, over 550, whatever, recording episodes. His answer still sticks through with me. And I knew it deserved its own episode. So when I asked him, what is it about, like, what is the the lesson in life that you are most grateful for? He said that his dad had told him the quote 
that always be kind to the people you meet on the way up because you may see them on the way back down. And when, I paraphrase that, but when he shares his story and his story is just so powerful, he actually played in the MLB as major league baseball. He played and he made himself there, you know, really worked himself up the ranks and through a series of decisions that happened in one, one night that led to one night, um, he ended up doing time in prison. And in this, this is a redemption story. This, he shares what he's doing now. I don't want to give the whole thing away, but I have to share this piece of it because he said when he got out of prison, he couldn't get a job anywhere. The only job he could get was to work at the same stadium where he played ball as a hot dog vendor. And he said, when I think back to all of those times that I looked past, ignored, didn't really even give any thought to the people who are working at the concession stands, I pretty much just walked past them like they didn't exist. And then all of a sudden I was one of them. And so be kind to the people that you meet on the way up because you will potentially see them on the way back down. And maybe the people that you've scoffed at the most, you will become one of them. And it just hit me in such a way that I found it so powerful. And I just wanted to give even more emphasis to that piece of his episode because it was very powerful. And with that, I just want to add a couple of quick points that when it comes to success, and I realize we all have a very different definition of what success is, but success, money, acknowledgement, fame, glory, whatever you want to call it, they only make you more of who you are. They only amplify more of who you are. So if you are a very kind-hearted person and you see the value of impact and legacy and paying it forward and seeing things outside of yourself and your own ego, then wealth in whatever shape or form can be very powerful because you can do some great work in this world with it. And if you are not a kind-hearted person, bit of an ass, and you're in that space of thinking only of you, then money is just going to amplify that. It's only going to bring more of that out. So how can you be more conscious of who you are on a daily basis, who you are becoming, so that as you continue to grow and expand and share and become even more of what you're here to do, that you don't shit on the people as you do it? Because honestly, you might just meet them, be beside them, or below them, if you want to look at it that way, on the way down. And it really is a very conscious way of understanding that we are going to cross paths with people that we might not think they have anything to do with what we're doing, or they might not be somebody who can help us out if you're in that frame of mind. But I believe everybody has value and everybody has something to give and to share and to be. And so how can you become more consciously aware of the people in your day-to-day -day life. And that might mean something as simple as, you know, not walking past the homeless person with so much judgment in your own mind, because in a series of decisions, that could be you. 
or it could be your child or your spouse or your brother or sister, or it could be a parent who is like really trying to figure out how to pay for their medical expenses and they can't. You never know who you're going to cross. And so how can you become more consciously aware as you pursue your goals and your dreams? How can you become more consciously aware of how you treat others? Because honestly, it's like every single relationship you have is stemming from the relationship you have with yourself. So if you're treating yourself this way, then that's what you're attracting more of. That's what you're seeing more of. And that is what you're having more of in your life. And you can change this. And this concept, this whole concept of what Brandon talked about really brought me back to thinking a book that I have read multiple times in my life. It's The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album. And the core takeaways of this book, I'm not giving it away, but the premise is, is this that, you know, how many times have you heard people say it or you've said it? Like, you know, if if you believe in heaven, this is not a debate for this, just a conversation. But if you believe in heaven, that I can't wait to see them in heaven. And it's interesting because this book, it's a super short book and there's a part two to it. And I'm trying to look at my bookshelf, but I'm not going to interrupt myself. And I think it's the next five people you meet in heaven. I've read them both. Um, is that it's actually not who you think you're going to see. You actually will connect with people, with souls that you've crossed paths with that you didn't even know you you made a difference with. You had no idea. And you didn't consciously recognize that they made a difference with you. And the main takeaways in this book is like everything happens for a reason and that sacrifices make an impact in the lives of other people, right? Forgiveness. The fourth one is the essence of love. And the last one is every human life has a purpose. So my personal takeaway from that book and how I related it to this episode is is that you never know who you're having an impact on. Ever, ever know who you are having an impact on. And some of those people who in reverse are impacting you may not be the people who are closest in your circle. They might be people that you've never even met yet. My life started to really turn when I read the book called Stay Close by Libby Cataldi. And it, I mean, this is probably 12 years ago that I read this book. And if you are someone who has dealt with addiction or you've dealt with substance abuse in your family or in any way, shape or form, Libby shares the story of how she had to stay close and break the cycle of codependency and put boundaries in place with her son. And that was when I finally started to understand that I could be close with someone, but not in proximity closeness. And how could I do that and still respect my boundaries? That book changed my life. It changed my trajectory because I went, oh, there is a way to do it. Even so that I have probably messaged her four or five times and just thanking her, not asking for anything in return, just thanking her for um, the book and what it did for me. And I actually recently messaged her and said, I would love, I would, I would be so honored to be able to share her story on the podcast. And it'll happen one day when the timing is right. We've had conversations. It's gone back and forth in the DMs, but it's one book. Her and I might never meet, but her book changed me. You don't get to see who you are impacting. And it might be people that you've never met and vice versa. 
So how can you be more consciously aware and kind to the people that you are meeting on the way up, whatever you want to call up is, because if you're not consciously aware of it and you are not treating people with that kindness, you might see them on the way back down again. And it could be a really hard climb again. And so I want to thank Brandon for that answer. And I want to direct you to episode 541 on the podcast because it's an unbelievable story. And I just want to to share that with you today. And hopefully it's inspired you to be a little bit more consciously aware of how you treat people around you, because honestly, everything has a ripple and every single thing has an impact. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening today. And if you want to join us for the Monday episodes, they are now moving to Patreon starting as of May 1st. The link is in the show notes. It's super, super affordable to join us. There's two different levels and there's a lot of different bonuses. I'm not going to go into it here, but if you are in the space of wanting to be part of connection, community, collaboration, or contribution, then I invite you to join us in Patreon for the podcast. The Monday episodes will be there as well as so many other perks and benefits and bonuses that I cannot wait to continue to build and foster this community. Thank you so much. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm